0: Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.
1: So I, I know you've got a lot going
0: on, but
1: remember, I'm here for you. So bother me when no one's listening, because I will. Bother me when it feels like it won't get better, because it can. Bother me, because you're never a bother. Whether it's a low point or a crisis... Get help for yourself or a friend. Learn more at
0: neverabother.org or call or text 988, available
1: 24-7. Welcome. Welcome. To the haunted estate. I just have to do my warm-up exercise. Okay. Doodly, doodly, do doodly. doodly. <laughs> <laughs> doo, boop, 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 boop. It's Irish folklore. <laughs> what was that? It's Irish folklore.
2: From where? It's
1: any three things. I watched a whole YouTube video about it.
2: doodly 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 doodly
1: <laughs> It's three segments. doodly doo dee. doodie doodly Are you- and then, and then speed it up a little. <clears throat> doodly doodly doo doodly-doodly-doo, doodly doodly do. where did the do come from? I don't know, the, fun, the fun thing about it, it is you time. can make it
2: up. <laughs> every time that you did it, it was different. I guess different. you could call
1: it Skat Jazz. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever tried Skat Jazz? How long has it been since you've been on the podcast? Uh, you were not living at this undisclosed location.
2: No, it's not. And today, are you feeling all right? Yeah, are you? Yeah, I'm doing great. You're
1: So I don't know what it's about, but Selena requests that we make tinfoil hats for this. You know why we're wearing
2: tinfoil hats,
1: but I didn't re- remember that. We had to wear headphones. So, so yeah,
2: we had to like form them
1: <laughs> I quickly had to adjust. <laughs> but why are we wearing tinfoil hats?
2: Because the fucking aliens are here. Joel. <laughs> <All>
1: right, <yeah. laughs>
2: Have you not seen what's been going on in the news in the last little
1: while? I know if if anyone follows the Instagram of our podcast, your podcast. Um We did a whole thing about my alien experience previously, and uh we actually had on the story one day. We went. Do you remember? We drove there in the Mustang to see if to anything would location. happen. the location,
2: yeah. I've lost my phone.
1: You're on live on TikTok.
2: Jesus Christ!
1: <laughs> what a boo!
2: Fuck! There was. I want to show a TikTok. This woman. She's. She had. Kept track of everything that had happened in the past two weeks of all the crazy shit. It was all the all the alien like things that have been seen, um, everything they've shot down out of the sky, the weather balloons, the birds trying to get into people's houses. Yo, bro, the earthquakes, the
1: birds at mom and dad's house today. That was weird. And like on the way here, I was like, man, why are there so many fucking birds up there? There was like a crazy amount of birds. Yeah, they're coming for you. It's almost like they released a bunch of birds. A bunch of spies. So just really quickly, the same water that makes a potato soft will make an egg hard because it's what's on the inside that counts. What the fuck? It is easier to build a kingdom united than divided. Here's to cheating, stealing, and drinking. If you should cheat, cheat death. If you should steal, steal the heart. And if you drink, drink with me. You go ahead. Use all those whenever you want. Are you drunk? No, I just haven't been on the podcast in a long time. It's been a while. She's got a, You got a whole new setup of lights, of cameras. We're about to move again. We spent forever getting the studio together, and now we're moving studios. And these walls are coming. They're coming down. To go to the new
2: place? Nope, just coming down. <laughs> what are
1: you gonna do with them?
2: Burn them. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what we're going to do. We're going to turn this back into uh, into a cabin. Another Airbnb idea? No. <laughs> we're going to turn it into like a good little
1: work oasis. How did the Airbnb idea?
2: We never Airbnb'd it because <laughs> we're like, yeah, this is fucking mint. And then we created it. And then we're like, wow, we really don't want anyone to know where we live. Toads. It just is what it is. Totally.
1: Yeah. But okay. Sorry. Back on track. Um, other than it being outer space cold in this room (laughs) what alien experiences have you had in the past two weeks
2: um i haven't had anything in the past two weeks but like i've talked about my like alien experience before which was just like my intercepted headphones at work and i have thoroughly waited like 10 years for aliens to come back to me and the other day i was pulling out of the driveway and i saw what carissa saw in the the sky i saw the light but then it moved behind the trees i'm like oh maybe i didn't see it but it was the night that everybody saw it so apparently it's Starlink, but then we Googled with the Starlink. Um, what are they called satellite satellite look like and they were 500 pounds and they're as big as a table. This line of light was like a hundred yards long. Like it was so long and it was so far up in the sky yeah. and everybody saw it and I don't believe them. I, I don't, don't. Yeah,
1: don't. Carissa is my wife. Uh, so I was at her mom and dad's house and then she was coming from work. So we we're going to have dinner there and uh, she had seen a beam of light in the sky. Which is remarkably similar to what I would say was a beam of light that I saw when I was a teenager, which is way before Starlink, which is, yeah. So what I saw wasn't Starlink. What's really happening? No, exactly.
2: I just think that like, it's so funny because back in the day we looked for any excuse <coughs> for it to be an alien. And now we're seeing like all this crazy alien shit and they're, su- they're shooting stuff down and they're kind of just like, I don't think it's aliens, you know, it's just the government. And what, <laughs> yeah,
1: what is this weather balloon? I have no idea. They shot one down like by St. Thomas. Like it was in Lake Erie.
2: Yeah. Like I think it was over here on. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. That's not far from us. I don't know. If, what do you think
1: aliens look like? Um, so I think we talked about this before, <clears throat> but how rare I took astrology as an elective. How oh, wait, rare back,
2: back the fuck up. Yeah. In college. Yeah.
1: Anyways, in- how rare the planet earth for human life to exist on it is. If you took one million dice and rolled the one million dice an infinite amount of times, eventually all one million dice would land with six up. And that isn't even close to how rare the planet Earth existing is to sustain our life in the gap in outer space. So the million dice being rolled, it would land all of them except one six up many times before all six, they all landed all six side up, which would be other planets similar to Earth, but it couldn't sustain our life. And like single cellular cellular life turns into multicellular life and they would be like things we couldn't even think of, totally different. They wouldn't have arms, legs, hands, brain. They'd be so different. We couldn't even begin to fathom what it would be like.
2: So it's really delicate that we're here.
1: Incredible. Like so the rare Earth, principle whatever it's so rare that earth exists just the right distance from the sun the right distance the right speed the right gravity like just so it's incredibly rare shit hit the fan really easy shit could hit the fan very easily we could be hit by an asteroid at any random time be knocked out of orbit a little and the whole planet would either ignite in flames to be way too warm and we couldn't grow crops or get way too cold and ice over and we go into an ice age
2: i remember them saying like if, if earth didn't have oxygen for for 30 seconds It would implode like if or one second, like if oxygen just went away for one second, how everything
1: would just like totes. Yeah, it's crazy. Earth is such a rare, rare thing.
2: What do you think aliens would look like?
1: I don't know. Yeah, I don't think they're little green men with two arms and two legs. No. And two eyes. I don't. (laughs) I, I used
2: to think that maybe they were just like energy, but like they, if they need chips and stuff to get around, like, are they just like us? And like, I have a hard time when I think about space and I start thinking about what's beyond all things. Like you're, like you think of the universe and that's kind of infinite, but like what's beyond that? Like, where do where does it all end? Where does it all come from? What is, is what is being
1: and we know it's always expanding like we're getting further away from other galaxies
2: like what if it, what if earth is just repeated at different times in history it could be 100 million times it could be and that's who's trying to reach us could be
1: oh i'm y- gonna you barf know, nasa shoots what's it called advogaro's number Avogarro's number and pi they project pi because math is what kind of pi 3.14 oh mathematical pi they oh. shoot pie into outer space in different directions. Joel,
2: I thought you meant they sent out lemon meringue pie.
1: Jokes aside, I do love lemon meringue pie. Fuck. But, okay, so NASA shoots out pie because pie is a math, is a universal language. Two times two is four in Chinese and English and French in whatever. Yeah. So pi is pie in every language. And if other life forms are out there and they receive telecommunications of the number pi, they know that we're an advanced civilization. But a lot of people project or say that's actually a bad thing because if other life forms did realize that we were an advanced civilization and they could reach us, it would be the equivalent of the Europeans coming to North America and meeting the Native Americans like we would probably become an enslaved race.
2: Wow, that's insane to think about. Yeah, that's like terrifying to think about. Very. And then it's like, do we acclimate and all become one or do we stay the fuck away from each other? Or Uh is that like? oh my gosh that, that just opens up so many other have. reasons to have, oh. to have war
1: <laughs> crazy right
2: no that's that's bananas um i'm gonna i found some things <laughs> that i'm gonna read you because i want this episode to just be alien related because of everything that's been going on today i saw a video it was in vancouver and it's just a bird dead bird suspended in air just up like like 20 feet up in the air on the middle
1: of a of like a suburb street simulation simulation npc simulation
2: Man, I think like if the aliens are coming, man, they're definitely going to come see me out here because I'm in like the middle of nowhere. Like the middle of nowhere. Are you in the middle of nowhere? Do you know today's also a new moon? I'm going to do some witchy stuff later.
1: Are you in the middle of nowhere? Or are you at an
2: undisclosed location? We're in an undisclosed location.
1: (laughs) Somewhere in Napa Valley, California. Somewhere in Napa Valley, California
2: is the Spooky Boo Studios literally it's winter we're in our yeah we don't live in california very obvious we're in canada (laughs) anyway so um i'm going to read to some interesting ufo shit and i'd like to talk about it all right roswell it seemingly fell from the sky in 1947 a rancher discovered the strange debris foil heavy glossy paper chunks of plastic and strange metal sticks wrapped in tape scattered across his sheep pasture outside roswell new mexico after soldiers from a nearby roswell army airfield were called in the local newspaper reported RAAF captured flying saucer on the ranch in waswell region promoting a quick clarification from the military which claimed the materials came from a weather balloon and a reflective kite weather balloon this is again and this is back in the 40s weather okay. balloon. for decades conspiracy theorists accused the government of an elaborate cover-up of a crash spaceship in the 1990s. Officials admitted that they, in fact, fact had not told the whole truth. The debris, they now said, came from a high-altitude experimental neoprene balloon fixed with sonic gear for eavesdropping on the Soviet Union. Many people still refuse to accept the official line, and Roswell remains a popular destination for UFO enthusiasts. So... Was that balloon a weather balloon or was that a spy device? And they're curious what we're doing over on Lake Erie. <laughs> what's, what's your thoughts on that?
1: The weather balloons are watching me order Putin. <laughs>
2: <laughs> How do you make that bus in dish? Yeah.
1: So, Roswell, New Mexico, right? Yeah. It's an army base, isn't it?
2: Um, It sounds like they have something
1: there it Uh, a top secret army base american army base where they test new airplanes
2: um nearby roswell army airfield
1: yeah yeah so they test secret airplanes there and you know in the 40s there's like really heightened tensions between different countries even though the soviets ussr at the time and americans were allied against the central powers in germany but there was tensions between them which started the cold war afterwards and both sides were like had a techno technology race right trying to get ahead of each other so i do believe that secret army base, they are trying to come up with secret things, but very curious that Roswell, New Mexico, for much longer than just the forties. Where did you
2: get so fucking smart? Like I don't remember well, you. I ever like talk,
1: watching documentaries. We never
2: talked like this for like the whole year we did the podcast. Teller and i were just looking at each other like
1: I like documentaries. But anyways, I it is curious that for decades many people around specifically Roswell, New Mexico, and if you look geographically on a map, Roswell, New Mexico is an interesting spot on the map, that there's such uh activities i guess you could say there's such activities around there that people always have suspicions about is it a coincidence that so many people across so many decades 10 years ago i saw an interesting beam of light like 12 years ago and uh now my wife four days ago saw an almost identical beam of light and i've seen the light and you've seen the light and other people especially now in the age of technology and everyone has cameras there's photos on facebook of the beam of light
2: Apparently it's Starlink, in Starlink internet though, curious. but you saw the same light decades ago before it, there ever was Starlink. Yeah, I was like, you so saw the same thing.
1: Uh, very curious.
2: All right. Now here's the next one. This one's interesting.
1: Almost as curious as this cold ass room we're sitting in.
2: Okay. The power went out. All right. It's freezing. Do you here. see this picture? Yeah. It's a face. It's a face on Mars on Mars. All right. I'm I already gonna, know about it. Okay. Well, well, <laughs> well, I'm
1: kidding. Read it for the viewers like <laughs> Read it for the viewers. <laughs> You're like savant right now. I love outer space.
2: (laughs) As the Viking one spaceship circled Mars in 1976, seeking landing sites for its sister craft, the Viking two, it snapped a photo of what looked like an uncannily, like a human face two miles long in a region of the planet known as Cydonia. Cydonia or Cydonia Mm -hmm. Mm. was the remnant of some ancient civilization on the red planet. NASA says that the photo actually shows a Butte or a Mesa with the clouds and shadows giving formation like lifelike qualities. The evidence by a new round of sharper images taken by the Mars Global Surveyor craft on on a cloudless Martian day in 1998. It reminds me most of the Middle Butte in the Snake River plains of Idaho, said Jim Garvin, Ph.D. chief scientist.
1: Can I see it? Yeah. So to be honest, it doesn't look like clouds. It does look like a face. Yeah. But it's pretty generic. You know, like a mountain, you know, like a mountain with like two peaks is sort of like the nose and mouth and then the two eyes. It's let me see. I don't know. It's not. And like, yeah, I think it's it's
2: like two miles long. think think of how
1: enormous a planet is. Yeah. have a round thing with two points. That's, you know that's not not a needle in a haystack in my what do you think
2: i think that we're gonna look at it it's just like when you look at a tree and in the bark you see a face
1: totes or it's like just, isn't god's thumb a thing mountain <laughs> in that movie holes i never saw holes you've never seen holes Oh, i know
2: you made me watch holes you watched it like twice a day so i've seen parts of it random
1: interesting thing they're eating onions in it it's actually apples that are painted but whatever okay go ahead <laughs> What were they eating? Apples that were painted to look like onions. They're like, oh, is that an onion? They like pull onion out and start eating it. It's actually an apple painted to look like an onion.
2: But so they ate the paint?
1: Well, it's like food coloring.
2: But how would that work?
1: I don't know. We should ask our extraterrestrial friends. Oh Jesus Christ. They should also ask them why it's so cold in this room. Joel, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding.
2: Go ahead. All right. Here's the next one. Area 51. For decades, if you asked the government officials about Area 51, they'd say there was no such thing or place. But clearly something was going on in the Nevada desert. Ever since President Eisenhower established this dry lake bed as some sort of top secret site, the name comes from the Atomic Energy Commission's grid number system on maps. The speculation has swirled that it was used for experiments on recovered UFOs and the aliens themselves. On that moon landings were staged there, and that the Area Fifty One was involved in the cover up of alien spaceship crash in Roswell. Such claims were met with a stony official silence, and the government maps showed only a big blank spot. Then, in two thousand seventeen, the Pentagon confirmed spending twenty two million dollars on a program to an- to analyze anomalous aerospace threats, including and reported to close encounters with UFO speculations. Swirled that Area Fifty One was all that it was rumored to be in reality the site was probably been used to test experimental spy planes and stealth fighter which would account for the bright lights and loud noises and occasional discoveries of bizarre scrap metal so what's your vibe on area 51 what do you know mr alien boy
1: uh area 51 is an army base and I watched a whole documentary on Area fifty one before. Are people
2: who are born there, live or raised there, live there, and never leave? That's what I remember learning. Like anyone who's ever gone in has never come out.
1: I've never heard that. I'm pretty sure it's just an army base.
2: But people can't come in or out. I remember the whole storm area fifty one.
1: Yo, when they were all gonna what's it called? Like Naturo Run. <laughs> naturo, Naturo run at the gate. <laughs> yeah. It's like all over the gonna break the internet. There was like so many people there and shit. Wish I could have been there. But yeah, our Area fifty one, again Hotspot for activity again, secret army base again, conspiracy theories, you know, like such an, a- again, such activity occurs there. Yeah, coincidence. Like, I, I think, think
2: not. not. Well, we learned from the psychic that there's no such thing as
1: coincidence. Did we just my mimic uh fairly odd parents?
2: I don't know. I've never coincidence. Seen I think I not. Yeah, Maybe um the psychic kind of said that i was kind of like an alien being
1: which psychic valerie intuition witch yeah shout out intuition well she was witch.
2: like like we're different which would make sense that you're different too because you're fucking wild just like me
1: Us sitting here both with tinfoil hats on yeah
2: well you don't know what i just went through on our way home from mom and dad so if you guys are watching this it's actually being recorded on selena's birthday my birthday and i went over to my parents and they cooked me delicious classy chicken
1: just curious yeah what kind of Like we record this. When does this podcast release? It'll be out Thursday. Oh, okay. Just curious.
2: But the cool thing is, is, uh, no, this wasn't cool. Sorry. Um, this was the not alien, but very wonderful experience that I had. We're driving on the way home. This, you know, the road where the big Tudor mansion is that I really (laughs) love. So we're driving along that road and I always run into somebody on that road. Like that road always has people on it, which is so weird. We're driving. My body decides that, no, I'm going to poop right now. Like not, Oh, I'm going to hold it. Like we're driving let's say this whole thing happened in 20 seconds I go, Oh gosh, I'm going to have to go to the bathroom soon until I was like, Oh yeah. I'm like, Oh yeah. And then my body goes, no, you're not going to go home. You're going to have to poo right here. Did you pull over? What car was I in? The hearse. I was in the hearse. It you was, were driving and it was at twilight. Just getting oh dark. God. I pull over on the road right by that fucking Tudor mansion. I run around to the back of the car. Thank you for the gift because I use the tissue, the tissue paper. I, I pull, I blast, I run around and I go to the back door and I sit on the edge. Taylor's right behind me about to throw up. <laughs> and my body, I went through a metamorphosis. Metamorphosis. Did it
0: all come out? What did it sound like, Taylor? Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well.
1: Bro, do you remember when we went to the back house? I never laughed so hard in my fucking life. <laughs> <laughs> like it was like five stories up. Selena's like sprinting up the stairs, like hurry, I baby yeah like just like casual like he doesn't think it's that serious that bad. like as i unlocked the door she like bust through the door like she must have like turned around pulled her pants and jumped 15 feet to the toilet because i swear to god she literally had just stepped through the door and it was the sound of someone pouring a big bucket of water into a pool like, a pfft, like pouring water like oh my god you're really gonna poop yourself
2: i had to run up six flights of stairs in an old victorian haunted house and try not to shit my pants yeah yeah that was the night that the window got smashed in. it
1: was the first ever act of violence for the spooky boo industries
2: now now here's a question do you think people have been having like obviously we've had like some weird you know alien-esque vibes but do you think people have actually been abducted and had alien experiences i think if
1: you did get abducted by extraterrestrials they wouldn't bring you back yeah i don't think they bring it back there's no i went on a ship and came back it, like and it seems
2: like the people who have these stories are a little wacky but there are some people who are like super normal. have you ever seen the movie the fourth kind it's no fucking terrifying
1: i hate movies you know that especially horror movies what time do you work tomorrow uh it's 6 in the morning yeah
2: you're on afternoons are not you
1: no i'm on days <laughs> I just finished you two watch weeks the fourth after kind? No, fuck no. I hate horror movies. You guys should have seen me trying to watch the movie, The Ritual.
2: Yeah. And then he comes and brags about how he watched it. Ugh. And I find out that he actually hid, left his wife Ugh. alone, laid in the fetal position in the bathroom and Googled how it ended. Scared
1: the shit out of me. That wasn't even a scary movie. You high as hell,
2: girl. That scared the shit out of me. That was not a scary movie at all. Scared the shit out of me. Not at all.
1: Specifically because, like, they're like lost in the woods, and I hang out in the woods, play in the woods, get lost in the woods, go camping in the woods.
2: Anyways, I'm going to read you.
1: Yeah, we kind of got off topic there. That's Sorry. all
2: right. We went into poo and the ritual. <laughs> now let's head back to aliens. <clears throat> August 17, 2009. In a small New England town, members of a support group which boasts a growing membership of 1,500 gather for a secret meeting. I want to let you know that you're not alone. The group leader begins. Twin sisters, Audrey and Debbie, who have asked that their last name and hometown be withheld, have come a long way to share their experiences. It was a long, tiresome battle, Audrey says. It's impacted my life tremendously, and I'm still in therapy. The group that is assembled for this meeting is not struggling with alcohol, drugs, sex addiction or gambling. They are part of the they are part of Starborn, the alien experience and awareness support group catering to those who say they have been abducted by aliens. Many people have wondered, are earthlings, are earthlings living on a speck of dust alone in the infinite universe or are there other intelligent life forms out there in the cosmos? Nearly half of all Americans and millions globally believe that they are not alone. According to a 2000 ABC poll, while 40 million Americans say that they have seen or know someone who has seen an unidentified flying object or UFO, a growing number believe they've actually met aliens. Audrey and Debbie not only said that aliens exist, but that they have made contact with them. The twins said that it started when they were young. I was probably about five years old or so, and a bright blue night would come into the room from outside and the door would open. There would be a foggy kind of misty blue light just shining through the whole house, Audrey said, and these two figures would come in. There would be a tall one and they had black capes. They were bald and had huge eyes. Audrey and her sister called their visitors the bald man, but they're better known as UFO circles as the greys, a race of extraterrestrials categorized by the grayish color of their skin. The twins' first encounter with aliens say that it came during their childhood and continued into adulthood. They also believe that they've been abducted together on the same spaceship, only to compare stories afterwards. We've been together on abductions, Audrey said. We've been up in the craft and seen our house from above, so we realize that they're not from here. They are very good at mind erasing or whatever you want to call it. They'll leave you with bits and pieces of things that you can remember, so we do remember certain things of our time being there together. When asked why aliens would continue to abduct them together, the twins had no explanation. That's the question I asked myself, Debbie said. A lot of times I'll wake up saying, why me, why me, why can't this happen to somebody else? No matter what anyone else believes, people like Audrey and Debbie are convinced that what they've witnessed are real. I remember the timing on the spaceship and standing there in the spaceship on the and the floor and walls disappeared and I was just staring at Earth. They said they realized that the stories sound too fantastic and at times the stuff of sci-fi blockbusters. In science fiction, aliens are often more anthropomorphic, and benign creatures like E.T., my favorite Martian, and the classic Star Trek television series or the hit movie Close Encounters of the Third Kind. But extraterrestrials can also embody people's fears, looking radically different from human life. Pop culture depictions of aliens don't seem to be slowing down on cable and the acclaimed miniseries Torchwood Children of Earth. Where the alien sinister thoughts are spoken through possessed children and this fall abc will add a series called outer space when you see these objects and then you do the research you see that there's many people who have experienced the same thing and you have to say to yourself maybe there's more to this with the number of unexplained ufo sightings mounting this is in 2009 (sighs) copeland began keeping a log and sketching what he believes He has witnessed during the missing time episodes he's experienced. I was in a room and I saw a woman who didn't have complete human features. He recalled from the night that he was abducted in 2006. She had the typical black eyes that you hear about and an elongated skull. And that startled me. The next memory I have is me standing on a balcony, waving the cylinder shaped ship. Copeland said that his experience with aliens has spiritually transformed him. I just want to be a better person because I feel someone from above took notice of me, then maybe I'm doing something right. So something that I find really interesting about this is I remember this story from the early 1900s. I think maybe it was around the 1950s. This woman showed up at an emergency office and she had this, she was too big. She had a really white, pale, glossy skin and huge black eyes. And she was silent and they opened her mouth and there was like a dead kitten in her mouth. And she let out this huge shriek thing and then disappeared. And that's actually, that's group witnessed by everybody who worked at the hospital. So that like, I'm reading this and I'm thinking that sounds like what they actually have documentation, (coughs) of, which is really strange. Um, And then it says, uh, so a lot of people have been part of this, but everyone has different experiences. So I wonder if aliens are real, if it's more of, you know, you're, you're seeing what your, your mind thinks you want to see. But a lot of, like the hard part is a lot of the time, the people who have had alien experiences are very
1: left eccentric are yeah. just
2: eccentric. Yeah.
1: Man, that's crazy. But see, so seeing people with elongated skulls, you know, elongated skulls have been around as long as humans have been around. Like, yeah. you know, like certain tribes find it desirable and would, bound their Stretching. children's skulls yeah exactly right so seeing elongated skulls is a real thing that occurs and also you know some people have funny shaped heads right but seeing black eyes funny just at dinner mom was talking about when you were born your little girl and she looked down you have like big B, black had, eyes
2: honestly when i was born my mom said there were no whites <clears> to my <throat> eyes i had completely black eyes and completely black hair and then i turned into a strawberry blonde after that which is really weird
1: yeah, so this lady talking about seeing tall with capes black eyes and elongated skulls there's proof of elongated skulls there's proof of big black eyes a cape is an article of clothing which can change but capes have been around for hot thousands of years because people stood in cold taverns like this room and had to wear capes to keep warm that was like the point of a cape right you know like that is all real things it just, it's just real so, possibility. it's so
2: easy to chalk things up to so many other reasons like the people who have lost time and they think they've been abducted like are they having an absence like a seizure See, and yeah an absence seizure and then they're seeing things like are there like we all know we have like dmt in our brains that gets released when you die are they having like weird debt close to death moments mm. like people you know, die on the table or half die or come back all the time. And they say, they see things mm-hmm. like that. So is that all that they're really seeing? And are we thinking too hard into it? My are gosh. extraterrestrials out there? I guess we're extraterrestrials. If somebody else was out there, Outs.
1: hundred percent, hundred percent. we are the extraterrestrials? I'm yes, sure sir.
2: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What is that?
1: Ah, this Pierce guy I work with says it. No, I can't stop saying. It. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. yes, sir. Yes, sir. Tell them about your donut box. Oh man. So, some guy, like I came into work and then there was like a Timmy's box. Timmy's is like a donut shop can. Like a Timmy's box in my toolbox. i like, oh, nice, a donut. I like open it up and someone had like written on the inside little stick figures like, show me your butthole.
2: Were there any donuts?
1: There was no donuts.
2: He left you an empty box and said, show me your butthole? Yeah. And didn't give you a donut? Yeah. That's what I mean.
1: That son of a bitch. Were you sad after? Yeah. He better be careful though. He gonna come around the corner and see my bow. He better look out. Yo, what's your favorite donut Uh,
2: from Tim's? Sour cream glazed.
1: Don't lie to me. You know it's Boston cream. Mm. You know it's Boston cream.
2: Chris was here when we were talking about donuts, so we never got any. Now, like, I kind of need a donut right now.
1: Boston cream, Taylor. Wow. I like old-fashioned plain, too. What? And I like double chocolate. I don't even... like. I'm, I'm actually going to leave this podcast right now. No, I like Boston cream. Boston cream, 100%, 365. What, do you get one every day on the way to work? No, but it's the best donut. What's your, like, complete order from Timmy's? Large coffee, one milk, Boston cream donut.
2: If an alien wants to contact you, where do you think... You would be when it happens. You're
1: right. Let's get back on track. Probably no, at no, work literally, or just, <laughs> at home. Because I spend the majority of my time at work and at home. Yeah. So if I was to be contacted by someone, the greatest possibility, probability would be at work or at home. So an alien, okay, picture
2: it. Close your eyes. Picture it. Okay. You and Chris are laying in bed. Yeah. You see a white light in the hallway. fireplace
1: on. Fireplace okay. on. White light in the hallway comes into your bedroom. In the hallway or in the window? Shit, window. Okay. Okay.
2: Your window slides open. You're holding Chris. Oh my God, oh my God, what the fuck? This ball of light comes into your bedroom <laughs> turns into an alien the alien looks like an alien like the ones from y2k like the green guys and they go hello my name is jeff <laughs> my name is jeff <laughs> and, he, and he goes i need you to come with us we need to test you guys will you come see our alien ways would you guys go
1: 100 100%. really 100%. what if chris says
2: no you're on your own would you go without
1: her so this is weird. I keep a medieval sword in my bedroom for just such incidences, but <laughs>
2: like no stance. chance. Just cuts <laughs> off the alien's head and starts a war. <laughs> well, you
1: to have proof, even if you like just cut off a hand, you got the hand like proof, dude. You want get bank for that? You know, like extraterrestrials are real, but um, yeah, no, I would go. It'd be too good of an it too like. And what if Chris says she's not going? Yeah, man, that's a tough one. I don't know. It'd be like, I feel sometimes like I was born too late in the world to explore, you know, like I sort of feel like I still need the great adventure in my life, you know, like the pirate who sets off for sailing and never comes back, you know, like I want to do that. I know, but like, you know, like you long for I long for adventure, you know, like that's the story can't be written if you don't take the first step. That was deep. You know, like in like take, go, taking an extraterrestrial's hand—that's the step to write the story.
2: Yeah, Jesus no one's was writ- born. No
1: one's written the story exactly. Jesus was born when Mary was denied a night at the inn. What happens when someone gets invited to step on an alien ship? We don't know because that story hasn't been written yet. Because that hasn't happened yet.
2: Yeah, but would anyone believe you, anyways?
1: Well, that's why I was saying you got to have a medieval sword in your bedroom to cut off a hand. It's proof.
2: So instead of going with him, you're just going to cut off his hand and be like, hey, and you guys be like, wow, it's so nice to meet you. Great. Would you
1: can I off, have a they glass speak of water?" And Canadian then you, English?
2: Yeah, they're like, hey, bud.
1: I was the boot last you night, You want to go out boot
2: and we can have a smoke? We get a double-double. And then you're just going to be like, sure. And then you just can come out with your sword <clears throat> and chop off his little hand.
1: What if they're not friendly?
2: Well, if he's like gracefully coming and invited you on his ship, I don't think he's a dick.
1: And like what? His ship's just chilling on my driveway?
2: No, you got to get beamed up. Where's his ship? Hovering above your house, hundred feet in the air.
1: Like none of the neighbor, a hundred feet, so all the neighbors will notice.
2: Yeah, but you were chosen.
1: But the beam of light goes through the ceiling.
2: I'm like literally concerned. It's so dark out here that we're gonna go outside. Don't. Who would open that door? And I feel like as we run to the, your truck, I know. I to the get keys beamed. in it too. Then, oh my God. They're going to have your keys. You're going to go in, you're going to start, you're going to start to try and panic to get it started, but they killed the battery because they're aliens. So the doors won't lock. And then all the doors on the truck at the exact same time go and they open up and the light surrounds the truck and we all get magnetized out up in there and they probe our bums.
1: Why would you say that?
2: That's what's going to happen. I don't right want to get
1: my bum probed.
2: Do I don't want to get my bum probed. Why not? you know it was an alien and you could tell your buddies that you've been probed by an alien. I just
1: ripped my jeans. (laughs) Show everyone your (laughs) jeans. Can y'all see that?
2: Why don't you just cut them off right now?
1: What's even the point of wearing them?
2: Can you turn your pants into Daisy
1: Dukes? Now it's freezing out.
2: You're literally sitting in a chair in a fur blanket with ripped pants. I know and
1: I'm still cold. My feetsies are cold.
2: And a tinfoil hat.
1: Um... Should we get back on the alien topic? Yeah, go for it. What do you have to say? Oh, there's just so many things. Like, so why? Like, do people in Europe talk about aliens like we do here in North America? Or I no, is it I only a North know. American thing? I don't know. Like, like for example, whatever, just example. Does an oriental country like China, does China talk about aliens or have like a heritage with aliens? Like, is there? I don't there,
2: know. Is it North American? I don't know.
1: Is there? I the,
2: expected you to know that shit. After is there
1: their, the equivalent of Area 52 in China? You mean
2: Area 51?
1: 51. Wait, what's Area 52?
2: <gasps> Do you know something we don't know, Joel? I'm actually an alien.
1: <laughs>
2: Your hat just fell off. Uh, no, you he might was the be aliens. Oh my gosh! All right, I'm going to tell you a little bit about Betty Cash. It's one thing to spot an extraterrestrial, but it's another to have one give you a disease. That's what Betty Cash of Texas claimed happened to her one December night in 1980 as she drove home down a winding road with her friend and her friend's grandson. They spotted what only they could say was a metallic silver object shaped like a diamond being chased by army Chinook helicopters. Chinook. Chinook. Cash then claimed that it came down with cancer she claimed after that she came down with cancer caused by radiation from the ufo although the army said that there were no helicopters in the area at the time and doubters claimed cash was probably suffering symptoms from an illness she already had hmm so listen to this betty and barney hill in the first highly publicized ufo encounter betty and barney claimed that on a september 1961 night as they drove through new hampshire White mountains, strange beings with large eyes, led them into a metallic disc as big as the hill's house and exclaimed the married couple then, oh, and then released them, temporarily erasing their memories. When they somehow got home dirty and confused, Betty's dress was ripped, her shoes were scuffed, and their watches had stopped. And it said that it was only with the help of psychiatrists they could retrieve their memory, and they later co-authored the book called An Interrupted Journey." Doubters say they made up the story and were crazy, but and that they had false memories. That's weird. Oh, uh, and so
1: and why that's really curious is because it happened to two people
2: and both their watches stopped
1: uh, at the same time. That's what's really weird. Two and then, people. Then
2: there was a guy named Lonnie Zamora, and this is cool because he's a policeman, so you think you trust him, right? As policeman Lonnie uh, Zamora chased a speeding car outside of Socorro, New Mexico, on the evening of April 21st, 1964, he claimed to have seen an egg-shaped flame shooting UFO land near his patrol car. Two figures lingered outside the ship before they re-entered the craft and flew off, leaving behind charred brush, bush. As a respected lawman, Zamora's account has been given as special credence, but skeptics say Zamora either fell for an elaborate hoax by high schoolers or invented the sighting in cahoots with the mayor to boost tourism.
1: Uh-huh. <gasps> you never know. But it's hard it's hard credentials wise if it's only one person. Because there's yeah. only one it's your word against mine, right? Like it's only one like having the one where it's two people both their watches stopped you know like that's so much more rea- now, reassuring
2: now i have another one that you might have info on because i know you love this time period a lot of people say that the pyramids are made by aliens take it away
1: so, i randomly get on kicks like just random ass kicks before i was on a egypt kick for like two and a half years i've watched every documentary on youtube on the internet about ancient Egypt. Ancient Egypt, fascinating. And yeah. the pyramids, like you, the pyramids that you think of, the pyramids, like at the Giza Plateau, are so old. Like, you know, the name Cleopatra? Yeah. Cleopatra was alive closer to you being alive right now yeah. than when the pyramids were built. Oh. The pyramids are so old. It's incredible how old the pyramids are. Is
2: it, is there like lost history on how they were created, or like how does that?
1: Yes and no. So there's no proven definitive thing. And remember when we were in New York, we went to the Met. Where I, like, I didn't go to the Met. We just uh, went to the Chris and I. Yeah, went to the you Met. and Chris I did. Fascinating they have like a whole Egyptology section, like a whole thing on Egypt and something that gets looked over a lot. They have a reel from like 4,500 years ago. One of the sleds, like a sleigh sort of thing that the blocks were put on to be moved and like ancient Egypt is fascinating, but no, it wasn't, it wasn't built by, it was not built by pyramids and it wasn't built by slaves either. It was actually a taxation system where people had like, for example, you had to give like two months a year labor essentially to the government. And that's how the pyramids were built. It was like a taxation system. That's kind of wild. people always think it was slaves, but the problem with slaves throughout all of history, like Inca, Peru, Mayans, uh, you can make slaves work all day, but they won't do a good job. You know, like, Uh, is that why
2: the pyramids were done so well? Because I know they were like, okay, they had to have lasers. They had to have all of these different kind of things to create the pyramids. The Egyptians
1: had what's called the plum level. So if you have a piece of string with a weight on it and a right angle, which is easy to make, yeah. it's going to hang perfectly straight. You have an absolutely straight line. You can then go off that in any direction. Because I know a lot of straight. people
2: were like, there's no way that they didn't have more civilized building stuff. Than us. they cut
1: the blocks. Usually it was like a bronze type blade, bronze, copper. I think it was copper with uh, sand like as grit and they worked it back and forth. That's how they cut. How them. long did it
2: take to create a
1: pyramid? Bel- like the ones of the Giza plateau. I believe it was one lifetime because one Pharaoh's like I want. So, okay. How pyramids first started, which I'm pretty sure they first started in Sudan. Uh, like some, a famous person died, right? Like a yeah. king died and they buried him. But then what happened is grave robbers knew he was buried with his goods and his treasures. So they robbed him. So one guy eventually when he got buried, they built like a big square mound on top of him. to stop grave robbers because they had to dig through the mound but then what happened is his son died and his son wanted to be buried with his dad so they dug through the top of the mound to bury him there and then they put more rocks on top of that and then the next generation died and they dug through both mounds and like it started a pile of rocks essentially is what occurred and then someone along the line said well it took five generations to make this mound i just want one mound for me
2: and that's what kind and of then that's sort pyramids. of
1: what snowballed the pyramids into effect. And another interesting thing about pyramids, um, you know what like Aztecs? Yeah. South America. Yeah. Humongous distance away from Egypt also built pyramids, but huh. a very generic shape, very strong shape, strong to earthquakes, strong to water. Like it's a very essentially a pyramid is a good way to pile rocks up without having them move especially if they're square and I'll sit on top of each other. Nice, but the, I've never been to Egypt, but it is a bucket list item for me. Um, the undertaking of moving so many stones and also, you know, the, the pyramids on the Giza plateau were originally covered with marble. Oh. They were covered with white marble, but they were all, they were stripped for other projects throughout throughout all the centuries. They would have been like gleaming white triangle at Whoa. some point in time with a golden tip, but Yeah, there's so many theories about a big central ramp or being built from the inside. There's so many theories, theories about how the pyramids are built. But uh, yeah, you know, I just love Egypt. And yeah, essentially, a pyramid is just a good, it's a really good way to pile rocks without the rocks falling over.
2: Yeah, that is. That's really. really, I heard that King Tut was
1: really messed up. He was like 13. When he He died? He was inbred. Uh, I don't know how old he was when he died, but I think he was 13 when he came to power. He had ladies hips a club foot couldn't walk right and he actually died from a toothache right uh it was like a molar wasn't a molar
2: didn't go like septic or
1: something yeah in his mouth and that's what killed him and he had he had a club foot and couldn't walk right and had like big female hips i
2: I heard that he was like really curvy Uh so like what is it just from inbreeding probably yeah probably wow and then what is like there's so much lore around king tut and all the stuff that like happens if you go near him and like all the people that have messed with his things have died of crazy illnesses.
1: So like the original people that opened it up, say there was like 40 people that went in there, like 20 of them died, but almost all 20 of them who died, died of natural causes or they had pre exit. Like, for example, he died of throat cancer, but it was all but he was like, a heavy smoker,
2: but like, wasn't it all within like a super close time period or no?
1: Uh, it was, I, be- I know I've researched this before, but I can't remember. It was within a close time period, but it wasn't a close enough time. Like it wasn't like a week. Yeah. Like it was like
2: Okay.
1: Like okay, I worked on pipelines. I'm going to die from cancer in 20 years. Well, he worked on pipelines. So, <laughs> and, Did it say? He was 18, died. Oh, he I was 18, 18 when he died. And a mix between malaria and a broken leg. Malaria and a him. broken leg. Mosquito. I remember them
2: saying, or was it Cleopatra? maybe it was Cleopatra or with Ramsey. the thing. Can you look up Cleopatra? I'm pretty sure Cleopatra died from like some weird sure. mouth thing.
1: Yeah, Egypt is fascinating. It's just
2: crazy like how
0: A fatal bite from a venomous
2: snake. She died from a snake? Yeah. I really... Who died from the mole? There was a mouth thing. No, she she did it by suicide.
0: She
1: wanted to die. So she got the snake to bite
2: her. Why? Okay, I need to know why. Can you Google that? Why did Cleopatra want to die?
1: Was it a love affair? I hope it was a love affair. Man. It was a Romeo and Juliet-like
2: thing. By the way, I think um, I'm going to go on a solo trip. To where? I really want to go to... New Orleans. Cool. But Adam doesn't want me to go alone. I get that. Because um, it's like in America. So I'm thinking maybe going to PEI.
1: PEI is cool. Is it nice? I've been there. In, yeah, like on the island? Uh, In the summer, during the off season, like right now. Yeah. yeah. Why? What's going on there? Uh, A lot of businesses are closed for the season. Restaurants closed. There's like a hotel open. I stayed at the Delta downtown Charlottetown. And there was just nothing else open? Uh, Like the main strip. Like it's off season. Like would you go to Grand Ben right now? No. Yeah, it's like it's off season, right? Oh, okay. It's not cool off season. So what happened to Cleopatra? So she committed suicide, allowing
0: her to avoid the humiliation of being paraded as a prisoner in the Roman triumph, celebrating the military victory of the Octavian group. So like someone like took over and she didn't want to be humiliated and like become like a normal person. So she killed herself.
1: <laughs> oh shit. The Romans, man, also... I was on a Roman kick for like a year and a half. Romans kick ass. Yeah. Romans are so incredible.
2: It's crazy all the things in history that have happened. And now we just like can't live life without our iPads. Yeah. I bet when the aliens come here, they'll be like, wow, (laughs) not what we thought when we looked from far away, y'all were building pyramids. And now we get here and everybody has, has an Apple watch and we're all confused and sad (laughs) and on Prozac. Anyways, Joel, thank you so much for coming on to talk about aliens. Now, I'm sure everybody wants a little bit of update on your life because no one's seen you in a while. Yeah.
1: People write about you all the time. Thank you. People still write me on Instagram and I may not respond, but I like the Instagram. Like, I like hearing your stories. What's your Instagram? Instagram? Uh, Joel Horvath. Like, what's your at? Zoltan Joel. At Zoltan Joel? Yeah. All right. Tell them what's new with your life. But quick. Uh, yeah, just living the married life, renovating my house, working as a diesel mechanic apprentice now met some good guys there that are really cool. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. I want a dog.
2: He wants a wiener dog. I want a wiener dog. So like if you, cause like I don't really believe in like just springing a dog on someone, but like if a dog just happened to happen,
1: um, a wiener dog,
2: would you be upset?
1: No, uh, but you know, I'm going to talk about it with Chris, first. but okay. okay. yo, is this going on YouTube? Yeah. 1000 likes. And I'll get a wiener dog.
2: 1,000 likes and Joel will get a wiener dog.
1: 10,000 all... likes.
2: No, we won't get that. You did, already said did you it. Do you get
1: 1,000 likes a video?
2: I don't know. Do we know? <laughs> oh, I don't have my
1: phone. I should have said a higher number.
2: <laughs> oh, well. 1,000 likes <laughs> and you're going to get a wiener dog. And her name will be, what was it? Penelope? Penny?
1: Uh, yeah, Penelope.
2: Penny the wiener dog. Yeah,
1: Penelope. Penny. Penny. Yeah, Penny.
2: <laughs> a wiener dog. <laughs> all right, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to The Haunted Estate.
1: Yeah, thanks so much. I'll see you again. Don't forget, life
2: gets hard. I swear it'll get better. All right, take care. Stay spooky. Bye.
0: Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs,